Well, I have a very special guest with me right now, a fellow speaker who has a a phenomenal, phenomenal story, phenomenal in the sense of it goes from heartbreak to motivate. And uh, you just wonder where this woman gets the strength. The woman is Sharon Babineau, and uh, she's doing something called Wish Day. And I'll just leave it at that. Sharon, thank you for, uh, thanks for speaking with me today. And uh, tell folks all about Wish Day. Hi, Judy. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so this year was our first Wish Day, and it was just two weeks ago. And it was a very, very special um, day for me. It was started actually in honor of my daughter Maddie, Maddie Babineau, who was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 12 and bravely fought it for three years. And during her time in the hospital, she was doing what so many young kids do, you know, just, you know, flipping around with the remote, looking for something to watch, although there are thousands of channels. And she came across a show that really changed the way she saw the world and ended up changing what she saw as her role in it. And it was seeing a starving young boy walking down a dirt road in Africa. And she did something that so many of us don't do. <laughs> she, she, she continued to watch the show, you know, flies and all, and, you know, the poverty and the devastation was so overwhelming. And even for me as an adult, it was so hard to watch, but she didn't turn the channel and she got it. And I think one of the reasons why she was so touched um, in wanting to help this little boy was because Maddie lost her dad when she was six years old. So she's hearing the story on the TV about this young boy with no parents and no school, no family, anything. And and it, it touched her so deeply that she knew that she had to do something. And I remember looking at her with her bald head laying in this hospital bed, and she turned to me and says, Mom, I have to help this little boy. And I'm thinking, how in the world can you do that? But she realized, you know, if you put your heart into it, you can do extraordinary things. And she was very pleased to be given a wish from the Children's Wish Foundation. This was a couple of months after she had saw this show. And, of course, she came home, and she's all excited. Mom, I have a wish. And she's, you know, sharing with her brother, oh, I can have anything I want. I can go, you know, meet a movie star or have a shopping spree. And quite honestly, being raised by a single mom, there were many things that she wanted and mm-hmm. didn't have. And so she went home and thought about it and decided that the little boy needed her wish more than her. So she decided to actually give it away, and she did it without anyone knowing. She used her wish to build a school in Africa because she knew the way out for these young children was getting an education. Maddie's dream was to go to Africa one day and visit these children that over the time of her cancer treatment, they would write to her. She partnered with Free the Children, with Craig Kielberger, had a school built uh, with her wish, learned that later on that the young girls couldn't attend school because they had to haul water. So again, here she is with this goal to help them and not knowing how. And what she realized was that you don't need a wish to change the world. I mean, that was a a once-in-a-lifetime wish, but you can still change the world without it. 
you know, you only need the wish to change the world. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of where the concept came for Wish Day. So she ended up selling jewelry out of her hospital bed, raising money to build a well, and her cancer came back. And at this time, the doctors, you know, explained to us that she would probably, you know, not be able to beat it this time. And she beat it the second time, and, and very sadly, her cancer came back, and Maddie lost her life at the tender age of 15. And um, although she lives on, you know, through her legacy, through this um, school and well that she started building in Kenya. And so I, I wanted to honor her in a way that would keep her message alive. So I've been working with youth since my daughter passed away, and I really wanted to start this concept of Wish Day where we could pass the torch so that these young kids could sort of step up and create positive change themselves and really realize their potential. And so just last month, we had our first Wish Day where we invited um, eight grade eight schools to participate. And we had a beautiful long day where they created vision boards of what an ideal world meant to them and they created an action plan to do one act of kindness because it starts with one, just one small step. And I mean, Maddie proved that to us. Her wish, which started out, uh, it could have been a $5,000 shopping spree, has turned into a quarter of a million dollar legacy where we've continued to raise funds since she's gone. So, so yeah, this is so exciting. Our first, and I hope the first of many, many days, it's, it, it's just a a beautiful opportunity for all of us. I mean, I have to ask you, Sharon, and certainly there's uh, cases every day in the news, so I'm sure there's a lot of parents, there's a lot of uh, siblings, um, a lot of relatives who wonder, when something like this happens, how do you find the strength to go on? I mean, nobody could have blamed you for throwing in the towel uh, after losing your husband, then losing, then losing Maddie. But where did you find the uh, the inspiration? Did that come from Maddie because she was so strong in her in her will to to, to get something done, even though she was making this wish from her hospital bed? Well, you know, Maddie was a little old soul. I, I saw that in her at a young age. Her her father, um, my late husband Stephen was diagnosed with ALS before we married. We were actually told to break up and go off on our own ways. Um, but I I just knew <laughs> there are times in our lives where, you know, we don't walk away <laughs> when times get tough. And so, you know, Stephen and I decided to move forward um, and just live as best as we could with his illness. And it's extraordinary that he lived for nine years, although they gave him six months to two years. And I, I believe for him a lot of that was, his um, knowing that he had purpose in his life, you know, you know, being a father, being a husband, you know, is his driving force. And and I and I saw Maddie watch him and be inspired by by him fighting, and and also Maddie had a younger brother, uh, Derek. And before Maddie passed away, she did say something to me that changed my life uh, in in such an extreme way. Um, and well, <laughs> she she shared this with with me and also with her friends, and had a real heart to heart. It's it's extraordinary when a young fifteen year old can come to you, and it's like they know more about life than you do because they've learned through their hardship. 
And, you know, she asked me to promise her that I would be happy after she was gone. And I remember, I remember very clearly, I remember looking her in the eye, making that promise and never for a minute believing that it was possible to be happy and go on without her. It was probably, it was the most difficult thing um, that has ever happened. But I made that promise to honor her and to honor her, her father and knowing that they're not here and I am. And so what is the best I can do with my life? And I knew that my son needed a mother who is strong. And so I make this promise. I have no idea how to keep it. I have no idea if I'm even worthy, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I battled so much uh, in those really dark months. And I'm a military soldier, and so I've learned to fight, fight, fight. And when you lose your child and your husband, there are times when you need to stop fighting and surrender, and almost like a, the serenity serenity prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that was the first time I really, you know, went on my knees and prayed, and I just wanted strength to get through this. And from there, it just led me um, on this path where I started studying mindfulness and meditation and 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 how did how does my brain work and how can I snap out of this? How can I be whole and productive and and really was fascinated um, to to learn a, a lot about you know neuroplasticity and how the brain works and how to be with my suffering and it's it's been a seven year journey and I continue continue to work on this. I just came back from a a week-long workshop on self-compassion, and we need compassion for ourselves, and uh, that was pretty extraordinary. And so my passion now is to to bring this to others, to to get people to um, build a resilient mindset so that they can come back, because we all have our stories and we're all suffering. You're listening right now to Sharon Babineau, and we're going to chat with uh, Sharon another time, but just if you are, because there's just so much to, to, to get into one interview, but if you are inspired by Sharon's story, and if you feel like, you know, I've gone through something in my life that I just do not see light at the end of the tunnel, then please use Maddie. Please use Sharon as your your beacon. Um, Sharon, uh, you know, after Maddie sadly passed away, you you went back to Africa the, the years after, right? And you continued uh, you continued Maddie's wish. Is that correct? Yes, I've been there twice since. Very Amazing. exciting. I helped work on a maternity maternity ward because it was always Maddie's dream to be a mom and and. Although she never, you know, was able to succeed in that, she she's saving babies, you know, just by the fundraising and her legacy, and and having this maternity ward for for moms in Africa to to have a safe place to have their children. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. So listen, if you would like to hear more about Maddie's story, um, uh, Sharon wrote a wonderful book. It's called The Girl Who Gave Her Wish Away. And The Girl Who Gave Her Wish Away, you can also click on uh, a number of links. By the way, if a lot of information has gone by here, uh, I've got it on the website. 
But uh, the girl who gave her wish away, you can uh, either go to maddieswishproject.com and find out more about uh, more about Maddie and uh, her projects in Africa that Sharon has spearheaded. Phenomenal. But, you know, we are, uh, so many of us are tested in life, and there's those people that really have been tested in life. And Sharon knows what she speaks of and how she got through it. And I, you know, you were just a, a pillar of calm. You're a pillar of wisdom, Sharon. And I encourage anybody who is trying to get through something, or even if it's just to, uh, you know, like you said, that the, the practice of mindfulness. Sharon's got some amazing, amazing projects on the go, and we're going to expand on that in another interview. But uh, I will give you the websites: mindbreak.ca and mindfulness, uh, mindfulness solutions for mindful change. Solutions? MindfulSolutionsForChange.com MindfulSolutionsForChange.com Sharon is, like I said, an amazing pillar. She's an example. She's a phenomenal speaker and coach. And uh, yeah, if you want to find out more about Maddie, you want to find out more about Sharon, by all means, uh, click on the links or uh, shoot me an email. But uh, we'll get you started with uh, Maddie'sWishProject.com as one of your websites there. Sharon, thanks so much for chatting with me. We will definitely chat again, okay? Thank you so much, Judy.